Welcome back to Lost in Theaters, the podcast where we talk about movies that have slipped through the cracks of pop culture. My name is Rachel. <laughs> and you're not speaking into the microphone again. Again? <laughs> Rachel. 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 I don't know. Do you think our audience hears the difference? Probably. <laughs> but I'm here with my beloved sister. Hello. Oh, well, my name is Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> oh, oh, I... I thought of this the other day. Are you ready? Oh, no. I'm here with the sound you make when you get punched in the stomach. When you punch (laughs) What is that sound? Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I deserve this. Oof. I feel like there were just, like, two years of, like, terrorizing you as a cat person or something. Sister, (laughs) sister. Um, additionally... There was another thought there. Oh, yes. Uh, we have achieved, Ruth, yeah. the supreme social media trifecta. What? I know. What? Can you believe it? I thought we were on more than three social medias. Well, we were, but the thing is we've achieved what did you do? <laughs> the, the top three is the ones. Do you know what they are? No. Can you guess? I think it depends on who you're speaking you to. You should just guess. Uh, YouTube. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> it's over. Social media. We're done. We. You can find Snapchat. us now at Lost in Theaters on Marco Polo. Nope. <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Facebook's the new one. Because social media. Instagram, Twitter, tweet, tweet. <laughs> the book face. The book face. It was just one of those initial announcements. I thought our listeners would like to know before we nah. jump in to the podcast where we're going to talk about the movie called Con Men. Came out in 2015. The way you said it, it sounded like it was supposed to be said Mancon. <laughs> it's because I wanted to say Mancon. It's also two words. But that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's also two words. Uh, con Men. And I consistently wanted to just go Con Men when I wrote it out, you know? This is plural. This is many men, not one man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Con I say men. that. Cool. Yeah. And I'm suddenly doubting everything. What? You watched the movie, I didn't did. you? How I did. How many men were there? I, well, there were several. Let's Spoilers! Just, uh, <laughs> double check everything. <laughs> it is con men. I am not oh, insane. Oh, spelling. I see. Yeah. Okay. It could be man. Rachel wouldn't know. <laughs> but now we do know. We checked. It's it's yeah. It came out twenty fifteen. It was written and directed by R. Paul Wilson. Go Wilson. Uh, it's also it's Irish. Who? What? The, the film. Movie? The film is Irish. <laughs> uh, by that I mean I think it was filmed in Ireland, and it's the everyone speaks with an Irish accent. If you want to, do the Irish people give two bits about it? I Do they care? Didn't check Irish Reddit. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it's an Irish film. Yeah, I did. Uh, that was a weird accent I just picked up. Oh, <laughs> Irish. 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 This uh, director has done uh, a, a Scottish film as well. Maybe he's just an Anglophile. No, I think he's from the northern parts. <laughs> Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, he's done several other um, 
like films about magic and conning and things. He actually did a whole reality TV show called The Real Hustle. Is this just like practice for some like heist he's gonna hold at some point? Well, here's the thing. He is a renowned magician. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he's thought about it okay. a lot. Still sketchy. Yeah. More sketchy. More sketchy? Yeah. Well, the, um, the divide? Is it the prestige? Oh. No. Which one is it? Oh, yeah, the That's prestige. like the group of magicians that... Oh, now you see me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that, but, uh... But not. Slightly not. more interwoven, plot-wise. And actually, here's the more thing. More Gaelic. More Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> it's... I put here Irish burn notice because so you know how fee no oh that's interesting I forgot is it just everyone is fee mm, no the character in burn notice? so here's the <laughs> thing you know how in burn notice there are these scenes which where where Michael Weston who's a spy he'll like talk about how to be a spy you know and he'll say yeah here's how you make a bomb <laughs> and he'll like explain yeah, all these things it is. it's like this little do it yourself what mm -hmm. the heck why and is he voices over and then the hands he's... those were legitimate explosives they he were... was literally mm -hmm. explaining how to build mm -hmm. they were uh. <laughs> so he, he voices over and or he'll be like here's how you stop a guy from busting through this wall or whatever and he, he'll do the voiceover yeah, 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 while yeah. you see them doing that uh-huh what if it didn't cut away like, what if you didn't see the hands doing it, and it was just Michael Weston talking to Sam, his buddy, uh -huh. and he was like, Sam, let me tell you how you bust through a wall. What? So you don't actually get it at a demonstration you don't... until later? Yeah. Without the voice. Without so the voice. he just tells you how it goes. Yes. And then they go do it. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> and not quite, but not, they don't do exactly that, okay. right? Okay. So... So they don't, it isn't, you don't, you don't get the, you know, this is how you do B, and then they're like, and then you just see B. No, you just see more con men things, different con Aren't men things. Aren't we supposed to be introducing this movie? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, just checking. <laughs> this movie is someone's cup sorry, of sorry, tea, sorry. but that person is not an action movie person. This person just sits oh, wait, there. I am an action movie person. <laughs> and people talk. There's a lot of talking. Oh, I like those too. Uh, and there is some doing things, but it's sort of overpowered by the amount of talking. <laughs> huh. In a way that it was sort of suppressive. In, in a, some people might think of it like a blanket that wraps them. Do you think Dr. Scott Moore would enjoy this film? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go, yeah. Additionally... You like slow films. Well, I just don't think he would like this film. <laughs> it was, it, like, it was very... What are you hiding from I'm just me? saying, <laughs> the voiceover without the... Okay, so, additionally... Yeah. They, you know the, you know the phrase, cussing like an Irishman? I think you made that up. <laughs> I did. I did make it up. Let's just say it, it's, it's pretty high on the Shakespeare scale. Oh, yay. Shakespeare scale. I love the, the Shakespeare, Shakespeare scale. scale. is back. And it's it's kind of high on the Shakespeare scale. And I didn't realize that going into the movie. Mm -hmm. It was 13 plus. And I was like, <laughs> it'll be fine. It's 13 plus. But you didn't account for the Irish. I didn't account for the Irish. It's an Irish 13 plus. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that slight difference there. Is Shakespeare at the top? The highest on the Shakespeare scale? Or is she just the middle? I would 
let's say he's the middle. Because he causes a lot. Okay, then he's the <laughs> upper middle. <laughs> Shakespeare's the upper middle. Okay. Um, I feel like it's the Shakespeare triangle. Oh. Shakespeare is at the apex oh. of the triangle. Okay. And it is generally clever. Yeah. <laughs> and contains, like, theological insight as <laughs> he's cussing you out. profanity. He's like, well, dang, I'm having a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> About the nature of the sacrament. Yeah. <laughs> While you're using yeah. that horrific term, it's so true. Like, That's really weird. I feel scandalized and enlightened <laughs> in, like, really opposite ways. What's the gravedigger scene in Hamlet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the one. <laughs> okay. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. But then, like, as it gets less and less clever, you get to the bottom, okay. and there's lots of that. So what are the two bottom ends? Just like excessive versus non-existent. Oh. Oh, um. I see. Yes. So I would put it. Oh, it's not clever at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty just. It's okay. just yeah. They just put it in there. Additionally, so bottom line. Like, bottom corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lots not clever. Not clever. I bet it isn't... It is. It's a bit much. It was... I was an accident. I didn't know it was going to be this way. Additionally... Additionally... That's why you watched it, though. This is important uh-huh. to note. Uh, the people... There is this... There are some... How do we put this? I would say there are some very naked people on... <laughs> not... Isn't that the point of the word naked? No, because you explain that they're not they're wearing not, clothes. <laughs> they're not totally exposed. Well, that would be not so naked. <laughs> they're just they're <laughs> some not so naked people. But then people will be like, "Oh, they're clothed people," but you see, they're not clothed. <laughs> but they're erotically framed. No, they're not. No. It's not erotic at all. Wow, it's it's that's a interesting line. Yeah, <laughs> so they're just. And, and they're not like I said, they're not exposed per mm-hmm. se. What in the world? <laughs> like, is it just like little children running around? No, it's full grown men. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and and now now I don't know, know why you said don't that. Don't take it made this. Sense. Don't take this the wrong way. It is. There's torture, but they're not being tortured. <laughs> this is a terrible introduction. <laughs> I know. It's a disaster of a film. No, it's actually not a disaster of a film. Okay. Uh, well, then. It is, but I, it was, inter- it's interesting because with all, like, con men movies these days, everyone is expecting the twist, you know? The twist. The, all twist. Of the twist. Everybody expects the twist. Within the wisp. And I was expecting the twist, and I was still just a little bit surprised okay. by it mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, not totally surprised, a little bit surprised. Additionally, I was hurt by having not seen The Sting. If you want to watch uh, The Sting first... Is that a band? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a man. Wait, I think Sting is a man. <laughs> I had this straight once. I think Sting is the lead singer of... <laughs> no, that might be Bono. <laughs> I think... Bono is the lead singer. Oh, the police! I think Sting is the lead singer of the police. Someone is rolling over in their grave. I always get Bono and Sting confused. That's probably a music crime. 
Oh my lord. I'm just as bad though. Okay. You're just brave enough to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's got a lot of like the dialogue wraps you up like a blanket. It's lots of that. Um, the Suave. it's very slow Suave. in in playing things out. At the same time, uh, it is sort of satisfying when you get to the end. Sorta. Sorta. Yeah. It's, but not really. No. <laughs> um, like I said, uh, a weird, an Irish burn notice, but not quite. Okay. Yeah. The should we any question? Oh, the music is like a western. It's like. That's the kind of music. It's what? not quite. That's it. It's not like that. What? <laughs> but it's got that sort of like banjo twang. I think I do not understand. Like, if you were to see a Western, like, gun, get it. Guns at it. Yes, Noon yes, kind it of... Clicked. It just took me a second. Yeah, that's the, that's the sounds of the film. The whole thing. And I think it was... I think that's the only... There's, there's like... That's all, folks. A page of music that they use over and over again, but it's done well. And it's noticeable, a but motif? not unnoticeable. Maybe? Light motif. It's not a light motif. Not a light motif. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, questions, concerns from the audience. Uh, naked men? Yeah. <laughs> not... I feel like that's a pressing concern the audience, like, wants yeah. to know, like, right so, now. So they're not... Should I... Is it worth watching this movie? Yeah, yeah. It isn't, like... They're not... They're just... They're, they're sitting in chairs. What do people have to be in the mood for to watch this? Mm. They're sitting in chairs? No, don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like... They have to be in the mood... Just to not be mentally enlivened. <laughs> so this is like drinking hard alcohol or something. I don't even because know. Because you want to just forget no, the world or what? No, it's, you gotta be, it's not intense until it is, and you're just sort of wrapped in the in the film, and there sometimes you don't know what they're saying. Cause I think it's, this is a Dr. Moore movie. It's very Irish. Yeah. Yeah. And the accent, the accent. Sometimes you don't know what they're saying because the accent is so strong. Sometimes I don't know what you're saying. I uh, just like right there. But that's yeah. For a different I know that reason. was. A, I heard it come out of my mouth <laughs> like a blah. <laughs> blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, now that we've swayed everyone's fears, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the, the person who would want to watch this film, they would be interested in. In, you know, detective movie, like, figuring out things, crime films, you know? Kind of like The Adventurer, but The Adventurer is way... The Adventurer is from a couple weeks ago. Way more fun. This is not fun. <laughs> well then. Um... You have to be... It's a not fun movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Very serious. Yeah, it takes itself seriously. Oh. There are quotations throughout the whole thing from a guy named S-R... No, S-W Erdnes. Is he French? He's a card table expert. Could I see his name? (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a racer with a D in the middle and an A that's missing. I have no idea how to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Erdnes. Yeah. It's like nose with an A instead of an O. 
mm-hmm. or heard at the beginning is separate by the age. Yeah. Yeah. Art. Art news. I think it's like now or something. I don't know. Apparently he's a famous card table expert. Um, and he just gets quotation quoted. There's quotes up here on the okay. screen. Mm. Yeah. It's an art film, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty then. Medium spoilers? I forgot catastrophe. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Medium spoilers. Here we go. So, the basic idea is that a young con man comes to an experienced con man and tells him of the death of the grandfather con man. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and issue this isn't just like the mafia. I'm sure. Because it's Irish? No. There's Irish mafia. Yeah. Yeah. This is not that. It's not that at all. Okay. Just Um, checking. And so he comes, he comes to him and he says, uh, you know, I was his new protege. We were working together. What? Um, and he had a big, he had a big score he was trying to get. Um, and do you want to get it with me? And this is what he gave. And there's like a thing that they, they do. So then it's them. It's the, the older con man training the younger con man preparing to get this big score that they have and you'd think that would be lively (laughs) but But no mm -mm. no okay it's sort of like us sitting here talking about a podcast i mean about a film i do that all the time (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of imagine two people talking about a movie Uh and if the camera periodically switch you've seen my dinner with andre right uh no do you know about the preface of my dinner with andre no it's two men who go to dinner it's a film about two men who go to dinner who then the film they just talk about things for an hour yeah and it's a film of that instead of actually cutting away to see things so the the movie does cut away to other things but a lot of it is you don't really cut away from what's happening in the moment ever and it could be what's happening in the moment is two people talking alrighty then yeah (laughs) about what it means to be a con man interesting yeah so this is a philosophy movie you think yeah yeah well it's trying to be okay yeah I don't know if it is it did not impress you it well not in the philosophical sense (laughs) I it, it is insightful about con men perhaps Maybe. This is a rough one. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's... I thought... I found it vaguely... Not vaguely. I found it interesting. You know? No, I mean... Yes, you found it interesting. <laughs> I did. There's stuff... To, we have to get to the main points of the film. Are we ready to go to major spoilers? Because we could... Are any last questions from the Ruth Gallery? Concerns? Nah. Nah? Uh, yeah, we're good. Okay. We over here. All right, people, we're going to go into major spoilers. That was the shortest red light I've ever seen. (laughs) I don't know if that was that short. Okay, so the opening quotation. The passion for play is probably old and will be enduring at... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) The passion for play is probably as old and will be as enduring as as the race of men. Play as in card play, probably. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's play. It's play. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yes, that's by S.W. Erdnase. 
a card playing expert, card table expert, it says. Um, this opening scene, a man is sitting alone at a table, he's looking nervous, he's got a package, two more people show up, they were late by like an hour, <laughs> um, the guy's Dang. nervous, there's some sort of trade going on, two, the two, there's a girl, and the two guys, the guy who was sitting there and the guy that came with the girl, both give her like $25,000 for these oh, diamonds, okay. um, then, uh, the, there's a trade going down, and then a third guy shows up, and he has the diamonds, and they're supposed to give him the money, and then the initial guy who was sitting at the table chickens out, he goes to the bathroom, and <laughs> the, um, the guy who also has money, 25000 he goes to check on him in the bathroom, and he's like, it's gonna be okay, man, everything's gonna be fine, but it's while they're in there, okay. they hear something in the other room, so then they go back to check it out, and they're like, oh no, the cops, they've come! And they're like, oh, what are we going to do? And they're like, let's just get out of here. And then the nervous guy's like, but the money, I don't want to lose the money. And so he goes, he goes to get the money, but then he gets, a, a cop finds him and like gets him on the table. And so that initial, the, the other guy runs away because right, right. the other guy's been caught. Um, and he, he gets out of Dodge and then you cut back to the guy with the police being held at the table by the police. And, um, the girl and the third guy with the diamonds show up again, and they're like, well, that worked out well. He's already in the car. All right. So, uh, how much did we make? And they're like, oh, you know, and they just, they talk about the money that they just made, because they were the con men. Oh. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Yeah, so the four of them were in on the con, conning the one guy. Okay. And the nervous guy, what's so interesting is the nervous guy was, um, yeah, was not nervous. He's actually the guy who gets it, comes up with the cons. He's, yes. a, he's a smart guy. Um, new scene. Uh, there's a fellow, the, the guy, the nervous guy, turns out lives on a farm, uh, and he gets a phone call. They're like, hey, some kids here is asking for you. Uh, and, and this is the thing I was talking about at the beginning in the medium spoiler section, where this, the, he tells the person to bring the kid to his house, and he talks to the kid, and the kid is like, so, Joe's dead, someone killed him, and, and, but he's all scared, right? He's, cause, go, guys. he's nervous, he's gonna get killed, or bumped off, or something. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Joe's dead, and he's like, did you kill him? And he's like, no, I didn't, you know, don't, and he's like, okay, so, uh... There's some really intense interchanges here. Lots of shouting in Irish tones. Um, <laughs> he's like, but he had this, he had a lot of money coming in. And he had this one last job. It was going to be like, uh, I think he calls it a rock. That's how much money they would make, is a rock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. My brain said half a million dollars. <laughs> what? When they said they were going to make a rock, I was like, that's clearly half a million dollars. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So he's going to make a, a ton of money, and he says, I have this number. Do you know what it is? That's what he said. To, this is the thing he had. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, to verify the guy's story, uh, the older con man has a friend go to visit the old guy's house. He sees the body. It's tragic. Mm -hmm. um, he says, okay, I believe your story. Um, he's like, but you know, I suppose we'll look into this game um, thing. 
Um, if it is real, th- not this game, this this uh, number. If it, he knows exactly. Phone number? Yeah, it's a phone number. And he's like, if if it is uh, legit, it'll be a big haul. Um, and it's gonna be there's a really it's a card game. The the number leads you to do it to a card game, and it has a really big buy-in, like fifteen thousand dollars or something. Okay. And he says, so we have to get, we'll figure it out. You know, they they're 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 obviously the, the, the they decide they're gonna work together to get this huge. Blame it on where. Thing. Okay, new oh. scene. There's like a, <laughs> and there's a new quote, like and that. it says, "Excess vanity proves <clears throat> the undoing of many experts," and this is the new scene. And there are three guys with hoods on their heads, no. tied to chairs. Not okay. They're black hoods. Mm-mm. They're gonna, you know, presumably it's a bad situation for them. <laughs> so, uh, and then you cut away from that and you meet, um, we, somehow, I actually don't know how they do this in the film, how they represent this, but I knew that this was at some point in the future, mm-hmm. right? That these three guys tied to chairs. Oh. Is a, it's a future scene. It happens yeah. at the end of the movie. And the rest of the movie is going to be leading up to this idea. I don't know how I knew this, <laughs> but the movie conveyed it to me somehow. Um, which I think is really interesting. That's nice. Um, so, uh, back on the main plot, the two con men meet up, um, and the girl gives uh, a... They, they meet The two con men meet up with his original team of three members... And she gives him a bag, and then Ruth, this is this is what I'm saying. There's this really bizarre, really extended scene where the new young con man and the older con man work. Like the older con man is teaching the young guy how to um, scam a guy out of gold or out of money buying fake gold chains. Uh huh. And it's really intense. It involves like them choosing a different location, pretending to be paranoid, and there's a weird dynamic between the buyer and his sons that gets sort of fleshed out a little. Okay. And that has to do with, like, scratching the gold to prove that it's real or not, and and ultimately they win, and he says, how did you do it? And I can tell you, would you like to, where it's the major spoiler section, I'll tell you, he didn't switch the gold chains, he switched the tester they were using to mm. test the gold chain so mm. it was a faulty tester mm-hmm. and that's how the con worked and how mm-hmm. they got the money it's a whole thing um but the scene is like 25 minutes long it's really extended are they actually 25 minutes maybe like it was ma- uh, maybe like 15 to 25 minutes it was a very extended scene that's a big range okay 20 to 50 <laughs> it was just i just remember thinking like what does this have to do with the plot of the movie <laughs> but at the end when the young guy and the and the older con, he's not that old. He's probably like mid forties. It's okay. Yeah. Um. It's just the, compared to the younger guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. They talk. That's when my brain was like, oh, he was showing him how to be a good con man. Yeah. But I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> why this film? This was here. It was because it was so intense. I don't know. I'm used to movies that are very quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, where they sort of like explain this differently or something. That this is just how they chose to show it. Uh, it was very extended, and um, so um, then they take this money they got and they give it to, um, or 
the old guy, the older con man, takes it to the girl who's in cahoots, and she's like, you know that young guy's gonna scam you, right? Um, he's, that's his plan. He's gonna try and scam you out of the money. Yeah. Um, and then, um, he says, well, uh, he claims that Joe had been, Joe, the guy who had been murdered, had been sitting on this number for several months. Oh. Uh, and he didn't even give it to me, because apparently they were friends or whatever. Hmm. And he's like, well, oh well. Uh, and he's like, you know what that means? And she's like, yeah, I do know what that means. Okay. What? Uh, so we don't no, know what that what means. What does that mean? Well, we're going to find out later. Uh, and then this is another, there's another very extended dialogue about where one keeps their stash as a con man. Ooh. And apparently there's two stashes, right? The fake stash and the real stash. Yeah. And they explain all that. Um, pretty extensively. Um, Terry Pratchett writes about this a lot. Oh, side note. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he does. Yes, right, because he has his guild of assassins. Well, no. Did you ever read Going Postal? No. No, I had the Night Watch on my shelf. No, okay. I had Going Postal. Yeah, that one really goes into it in like detail. <laughs> <laughs> I should read it. Okay, so um. We cut back to the weird scene with the three men tied to chairs. There's a really intense interrogation that's going on, and uh, the um, one of the there's this, the guy shows up who wants. He's like, "I want my money. We're gonna play a game. Where's my money?" <laughs> uh, and he says he picks a guy and he just hits him on the head, and he his head busts through the just blood, and he falls Ooh. to the ground. It's gross. Um, and you're like, well, that's rough. Um, and uh, then they take off the hoods of the other two guys who are alive, and it's the fellows who are looking for, or who are gonna working, who are working together, the young guy and the old guy, con men. Okay. They're under the the other two people under the hoods, and they're like, okay, stuff's happening. Um, and then there's a small sequence where the you just see the young guy's working by himself, doing a little bit of conning here, a little bit of conning there. Yeah. You know, scamming people out of purses or something. And uh, then a stranger randomly is like, hey, are you that guy? Uh, we're gonna... He's ready. You ready? He's like, I was just... Okay. He's like, go put your go put your bag of stolen goods away. Don't take it with us. <laughs> so he does. So this the game in question is called a nomad game. Nomad. Um, <gasps> I know this game. It's a poker game. Yeah. It moves around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, I've never played. No, because it's a moving around poker game. And the only way you can get in is if you have this phone number, and you call the number, and that's how you know where the game is, and um, it's something like that. I'm a, now wondering if some of my classmates have watched this movie. Oh. <laughs> and um, there's the, the really high buy-in number, right? It's very exclusive, apparently. And so these two con men and uh, one of the guys from the beginning, there's those three of them, they're going to work together to um, have a kind of a switch of the cards in the game that uh, will make them come off with, like, all the money, effectively. Um, I love it. So they're going to make the young guy do the switch. Aw, come on. So guys. there's a whole scene, there's like a, you know, a brief moment where he's like practicing the switch for like a week or something before <laughs> they do it. They get it. And then they go to the meeting, or they go to the, um, the game, and in the car, the old guy turns to the young guy, and he's like, I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna 
try and con me. He's like, and I don't care. You can run away with this money if you'd like, but if you go in there, don't double cross me because I've put too much into this to be double crossed. Okay. Because uh, um, he's got it's a like, lot of money. It's him, his other guy, and the other guy. They're like a hundred thousand dollars in at this point. You okay. know. He's like just. He's like I'll shoot you if you if you double cross me. Yeah. It's like okay. Um. So the kid then decides to go and he goes in and they go in separately. Welcome to the nomad says a says a lady and um cut to the torture scene again. What? Um <laughs> again? Yeah. Did I miss something? No, no, like they they periodically return to like the scene where there's the three guys or oh. now now the two guys. Okay. And he says, you know, I want I definitely um I want to know uh what's going on. Um, and then you go back to the poker game and you realize that the guy at the end of the table, who's really boisterous and, you know, is a very recognizable face, he's yeah. the guy who's asking them for money at the end. Oh. I'm like, oh no. Um, so, um, the, the poker game has an extended play sequence. It's pretty nerve wracking. I, I don't know actually when the switch happened oh. in the game with the... They don't make a big deal of the actual, like, yeah. sleight of hand. Um, but ultimately, the old guy ends up with a whole bunch of money um, through the switch, apparently, which I totally missed. <laughs> um, yeah. And the guy at the end of the table gets really upset. Uh-oh. And he's, he then, um, the old con man is like, well, I'm just gonna quit now while I'm ahead. And he turns to the guy and he's like, is that good? And the guy's like, sounds good to me. I think you should sit down, Mr. Guy at the table, who's making too much noise. So he does, he bows out, and he leaves. Um, leaves with the money, that's, I mean, he's doing great, and then like, the young guy comes out right afterwards oh, and he no. says, no, you were supposed to stay! They know, they figured it out, I'm sure. And so they guess, they go to the car and like, open it, two people come out, and they're like, gonna chase yeah. him. So they take the car, they get away, and um, the young guy's gonna take the train, apparently. Um, uh, and he says, hang on a second. So he runs, they stop at like a bridge or whatever. And the young guy asks the old guy to take his stash with him and put it with the big stuff, the major stash, because all he wants to have with him is like $15,000. They're not coming back to the city because oh. they're, they're dead men at this point. Cause apparently yes. that guy was in charge. <laughs> um, so he's like, take this with you. It's got my granddad's watch in it and just like couple thousand dollars or something um he says okay sounds good we're kind of friends at this point um so uh, don't come back unless you hear from me um and then the young guy we cut to seeing like there's a young guy the him the young con man is in like a hotel and he wakes up and then he comes out of the bathroom and there's this the huge bouncer from earlier you're like oh he's been caught so we're back at the torture scene great (laughs) and it's the them and, um, the old con man is like, stop twisting his arm or whatever was happening. And he's like, I'll tell you where the money is. Uh, just, just let me, you know, think about it for a second. Um, so, okay. He, he's like, I'm not gonna abide by, you know, your falsehood, uh, because so he he tells him where the money is. He goes and there's only like, it's in it's in his shed. He gets some of the money. He's like, but that's not enough money. So oh, no. he hits the old guy on the head. No. 
and he kills him. Oh, and you're like, oh no. Sweet. So now there's the young guy and he's all upset. He's like, okay, okay, I'll tell you. Um, oh, before he killed him, he actually turned in, he had put a tracker in his bag, apparently, that had followed the stash oh. to the other guy's house that he left. The bag he left with the stash. Okay. Right. Um, and, and he's told him about that. They went there. They didn't find a stash. It's gone. He's oh. upset. He's like, oh no. That's when they kill the old guy. And oh, now the no. young guy's like, oh no. What do I do? Uh, and then he panics and he's, he's like, okay. Don't panic. <laughs> uh, he tells them, with the other guy dead, where he has more money hidden away. Uh. It's the last holdout. And what's notable is that earlier in the movie he said he didn't have any more money. Uh-oh. And this is the... He's like, so apparently he did have more money off hidden away somewhere. Um, and then he blacks out or something. And he wakes up in this, like, plastic room... Uh, like, not plastic, like, there's, yeah, well, anyway, so he opens it, he walks through these, like, doors, and he realizes he's, <laughs> he's at the farmhouse, um, he has no clothes on, <laughs> and he's just, like, he walks into the house, and there's just a brief moment where you see, like, bags of fake blood on the counter, <laughs> and he walks in, and there's four people sitting at the kitchen table, yeah. and it's the old guy, the, um, the 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 torture guy and the girl and the third guy involved in the con it's the four probably uh huh and uh, the three of them leave except for the old guy and they're like you're gonna have to deal with that kid uh so he sits down um and he says so how did you know uh and so he realizes it was actually a rubber mallet <laughs> it squishes quite satisfyingly uh. um uh how did you know and then the guy's like how did I know which that you were gonna con me or that you had more money hidden away, or that you killed Joe. What? Uh, and so you're like, oh, I don't know. So so you sort of had this at the back of your mind the whole film, that the young guy probably killed Joe. Okay. But you just didn't... You, you moved on from it, because you were like, probably not. Like, what on earth? Um, so... Don't ignore those feelings. <laughs> ever. How did you know... How did he know, Ruth? Are you ready? This is what got me. It was the game. The Nomad game. Uh-huh. Is... Uh, the older con man's con. Oh. It's his game. Oh my gosh. He made it up. It's, <laughs> the whole table is loaded except for one chair. That's the idea. There's one person in the game who doesn't know oh my that gosh. everyone is playing Wow. in hand. And Dang. it was that guy. And, uh, yeah. And he's like, Joe deserved better than to be Aww. murdered by you. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so the con was the con. There's a little bit of conversation about that. And then, then he's like, did you ever see the sting? This oh. is the thing. And he's, and I hadn't. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> Tragic. Um, and in the sting, apparently, there's a scene where one character asks the other character, why are you doing this? Yeah. And the, uh, one, and the guy goes, well, I don't know enough about killing to kill him. Eh? <laughs> That's the idea. Right, so he's conning this guy as of, out of revenge to okay. get, like, all his money. Because he doesn't know enough about killing to kill him. Okay. And then the old con man, having explained this, says, but that's just a movie. And then he shoots the guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the final quotation on the screen is, there is one way by which absolute protection against unknown advantages may be assured. That is, by never playing for money. 
I will be frank, I found it un- inconclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I liked, I don't know, I felt like it was a good sort of twist at the end. Good yarn. Good yarn, generally. It was just really extended at times. <laughs> you know? A bit much. Just a bit much. Much of a muchness, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Thoughts? Considerations? I think you're definitely right. You think? I don't know. I don't know. Did I explain really? I don't know. It was just... <laughs> they just... It was so... Lily paddish. What? Like, imagine a ginormous lily pad next to another ginormous lily pad. And you couldn't hop. You had to walk across all the lily pads. Imagine having to walk... <laughs> walking across all the lily pads as opposed to jumping. I don't like that. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Sploosh. Walking across lily pads. Slug, slug, slug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your rating out of, um... Hidden stashes of money <laughs> out of Seven. one stash of money out of how many stashes of money? Five. Five. Wow, that's four. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be more like three. Okay, three out of five stashes of money? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'm going to have to keep my eye out for a movie like this one. But five out of nine bottles of wine. There was no wine in this movie. Actually, there it was. It makes me think of. Ah, uh, dang it. What's the sparkling thing? Champagne. Mm. Champagne. Five out of nine bottles of champagne. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> well, folks. Hello. Thank you so much for listening. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can now follow us on. Facebook, Twitter, and that other one, Instagram, at Lost in Theaters, <laughs> that for all of one. them. Uh, if you have a movie that you think we, you, you might be interested in looking at, feel free to contact us through those platforms. Yep. <laughs> uh, follow us on whatever thing you're listening to. Also, if you're using Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a review. That would be awesome. <laughs> they can get reviewed? Yeah, they can say good or bad they job. they take us away? Mm-mm. Nope. Not for review. <laughs> oh, sister. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'll keep it um, together. I think this might be the penultimate episode of the season. What? Yeah, but then we'll be back <laughs> in the summer. It's just we're gonna be like a week off and then we'll be back again. You guys are not prepared for change. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we hope you have a good week. Bye. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.